0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Lifting the Shame. Uh, so you know what? I decided to make a podcast. I decided I needed to create a space, a space to share. Uh, and it's going to take a while to find my authentic voice and to share. You know, I suppose out shame. Even as I go to record this, I'm aware that even to speak, I feel shame. You know. And it's toxic shame. There's a difference, I think, between, you know, maybe current shame um, or toxic shame. And as they say, the word toxic or the phrase toxic shame, I'm reminded of John Bradshaw's book, which is called Homecoming. And I probably would have come across that book about 14 years ago now. And that book was probably my first introduction to the concept of toxic shame, you know, where I feel I am not enough. I don't feel good enough, you know, and how that maybe from childhood, from earlier years, different experiences that may be unresolved or untreated, how that shame then can bind us, you know, and for anyone, um, you know, who doesn't know that book. So it's John Bradshaw, Homecoming, and John Bradshaw was a licensed family therapist and counsellor in the States. I'm not sure actually what part of the States he was from, but he's definitely worth a Google. And in the 1980s, he went on to develop, I suppose, a lot of work on childhood, childhood issues. He also went on to write an awful lot, but um a lot of it was based on his own journey, you know, and the deep inner healing that he navigated his way through. And also he navigated clients through. And the concept of toxic shame that binds us was definitely something that jumped out, you know, for me 14, 15 years ago when I first read this book. And, you know, I feel like shame has become something that's part of my story. I remember a few years back, I wrote lots of songs um, when I was going through a creative process in my own healing, kind of doing art therapy. Um, I suppose I was doing art therapy. It wasn't in an official capacity, but, you know, through the artist's way, which is another course that I did. Um, as you get to know me and you get to know my voice and listen to the podcast, you'll realize I am a courseaholic. I am a serious course-goer. But I would say that a lot of psychoeducation um, and educating myself through self-help and, you know, therapy over the years has certainly benefited me, like, and it's something that has stood to me. But anyway, so I will be dropping a lot of course names as I go. Um, And so this course was The Artist's Way, written by Julia Cameron. And uh, again, worth the Google. You know, I suppose I could probably make a list of all these notes Um, or these books and sources that I've read and courses I've done at the end and show notes that might help. Um, So anyway, back to yeah, shame. And I became very aware through my own therapy work and my own reflection and I suppose by slowing down and assessing my life that shame was something that seemed to be almost in my cells, in my DNA. Um. You know, I believe I took on shame from not only my family, uh, but my environment, my society, um, even my gender, you know, by being a woman, um, different experiences I had. And I still find myself all these years later, after starting this journey of healing and recovery, that that shame is at times very visceral, you know, and it's, it's something that like, <sighs> Even as I talk, I can feel it, you know, it's in me and it gets easily triggered. And I think the worst part of living with toxic shame and healing it and, and you know, being aware of it, actually, is how it binds us. And uh, for me, it, it has bound me so much. You know, I feel like there is a wall, an invisible wall at times that I'm stuck behind. Other times I get out in front of it and I show myself and I shine my light and then I get frightened. I get frightened and I run back in behind that wall. Um, I guess that's because the version of me that gets out from behind that wall, at time, at times it kind of terrifies me because there's a bit of cognitive dissonance, like I don't actually believe that, you know, who's that person? Like, is that me, you know? And the me that's probably shining my light on the other side of the wall is uh, an adult. You know, I'm in my early 40s. I am a woman who is quite, you know, energetic at times. I'm a complicated woman. I'm very uh, childish at times. I'm very teenagery at times. You know, I'm a very, I suppose I've become aware that I'm, a vibrant kind of soul, you know, Um, I love to, to talk, I love to communicate, I love to connect with my friends and all of that. And then, you know, when that person, that version of me is out there being authentic in the real world. Oh, my God, you know, the, the shame aspects or the shame selves just all pop up. And especially the, uh, there's a very active part of me that uh, is bound by this shame and kind of can't understand who I am. Because that doesn't make sense to that part of me, you know, the little child within who maybe got several messages about what I should have been, you know um so anyway, yeah, here I am talking about shame. I have no idea like who even listens to these podcasts, you know, like do you just record a podcast and throw it out there into the ether? Mm-hmm. But I do know that I believe um we are also connected, you know, and my hope is that some someone who really wants to hear someone speaking about shame and how it binds them in their life. You know, my hope is that you, the listener, will find this podcast and together we can kind of create a community. Um, You know, even if you just reflect on what I'm saying, uh, I thought that would be great, you know. Um, But it is kind of funny, like just recording this podcast, like currently I'm sitting in my bed. It's a Saturday. I'm supposed to be on a lecture Um, I'm finishing like a degree in counselling and psychotherapy. I went back to education. Actually, I kind of just went to education to third level education. I hadn't really ever gone there. So I suppose I went to college as a mature student and I've been studying over the last like five or six years. And I'm on my final semester of my final year. And I've just switched off, you know, because this morning I turned on my lecture I was already feeling a little bit like maybe physically compromised under the weather. And the first lecture, you know, was about, um, you know, how it's it's child and adolescent development, you know. And uh, the lecture showed this beautiful, uh, charismatic little girl speaking about, you know, the importance of connecting with babies and, you know, mirroring behaviour, building trust. And straight away, I found myself triggered into... Oh, God, like, you know, if if I didn't get that perfectly for the first five years of my life, like, am I screwed up now forever, you know? And, and as an adult, you know, there's a big part of me cognitively very aware of, you know, that the brain is very malleable. You know, there's a lot more neuroplastic tendencies towards healing and recovering and re- remapping in the brain, like, but at the same time that child part of me gets triggered, you know, so I've decided to switch off. I've also decided to leave the lecture play in the background and try and speak, like, you know, try and get off my chest, the, the feelings that I'm having and the shame that binds me and just share, just talk, you know. I've had such a complicated journey to get me to where I am today. I've also had like a lot of beautiful experiences in my life. And it seems to be that as many beautiful experiences as I've had and miraculous experiences, I've also experienced a lot of not so pleasant stuff, you know, like a lot of trauma, a lot of dysfunction, a lot of chaos, addiction, mental health issues. I've experienced you know, just periods of total disassociation. Um. Yeah, and I just feel like I'm doing the best. But anyway, I, I sit here and taking a break from the lecture and I'm staring out the window and it's January here in the south of Ireland. Actually, what am I saying? It's January everywhere, Um, <laughs> but it's winter here and the trees are bare. There's like rusted half gnarly leaves left on the bare trees outside my window. And there's like a mist, a misty rain that you'd only know if you like you've ever lived in Ireland or you live in Ireland or you live in a rainy, wet place. And it's like the air is wet, you know. Um. So I'm staring out the window. And I'm just trying to relax into this moment. And you know what? Be glad that I have a voice. Be grateful that I can share my voice. Be grateful that there's someone out there, you know, who might hear this, who might listen to this and uh, who also can connect with me and feel, God, you know, I'm not the only human having this human experience. Um, Even talking about like what I've just spoken about over the last bit um, has definitely helped. And I can feel it like it releases energy. Talking releases energy. Uh, My cells are nearly a little bit more alive. Um, My energy is not as depressed and I'm feeling a shift, you know, so maybe all this chatting is the way through. Um, Actually, that just reminds me like a few years ago. Funny, you know, just as I'm talking there, I can kind of hear the difference between my real voice and the voice I'm trying to put on for the podcast. (laughs) It's funny and I, I hope to God like that I can... Find my real, true, authentic voice and keep with that, you know, and not feel the need to put on the mask. And that's actually one of the main purposes for me doing this and wanting to share. Um, But again, it just reminds me of years ago I was involved in kind of a 12 step therapy treatment and I was involved in, you know, meetings and aftercare and all of that. And a big part of staying well at that time was sharing, you know, and voicing what was going on. And I think now looking back at that period of my life, that really benefited me because I was actually releasing, you know, releasing all these built up thoughts, emotions and uh, all that built up energy. Uh, So, yeah. So, you know what? I am going to leave it at that and uh, I think I'll come back. I'm just going to record as I feel the need to. I'm going to just list it like episode one, then episode two. And there, at the moment, there's going to be no structure to this. There's going to be no, like, you know, I'm committing to doing this on a Monday at 5 p.m. I'm just going to speak. I'm just going to be authentic. I'm just going to be real. And maybe after all the talking, I'll find some structure and I'll find some clarity, you know? But for now, it's just me, a woman. And even as I say that, it's just me, you know? It is me. I am here and I'm sharing. And if you're going through a lot of turbulence in your life right now and you're, for the first time, maybe reflecting on all that has happened in your life to this date, like, to get you up to this place, know you're not alone, you know. If you're just starting this journey, know that even after 15 years of doing this work, you know, it's it's okay to be human. Like, you know, I I really believe, I've let go of so many of the labels, like, you're crazy, you're a spacer, you're too sensitive, you know, you're you know, you just should be better at doing this or you should be better at doing that, you know, bollocks to all that like, you know. I'm freeing myself and I'm hoping that I can free others along the way, you know. It's okay to be human. It's okay to have emotions. And it's okay to shed labels. I'm shit sick of the labels in this world, you know. And sometimes the labels helped me over the years and they empowered me. But I always think of labels that I've been given. Um by people throughout my life either A, it's their stuff or B, I use the labels as signposts, you know, like I kind of said, is this relevant? How is this serving me? You know, is there something from this label that fits? But ultimately it's not who I am, you know, or I amness is completely individual. And I find myself at this stage of my life, like the trees outside in winter, after shedding all the labels, you know, there are certain labels, you know, that we have to uh, use for identification purposes. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, my, my only label seems to be I am a human and it's OK to be human. It's OK to have feelings. It's OK to be real. So listen, thank you for it. Li- th- so listen, that's a real Irish thing to say. So listen, <laughs> thank you for listening and uh, I'm glad you found me and I hope to connect with some of the you, whoever does find me, you know. I wish you a beautiful day and lots of love. Catch up again.